What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams. Good morning, Bruce. How are you this morning? Good morning. Uh, yeah, doing well. Enjoying a glass of tea. Yeah. You don't drink coffee, do you? Nope. Nope. I just, uh, you know, I, I alternate between uh, your black tea or your uh, green teas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine drinking tea in, in space? Can you imagine that? Actually, that'd be kind of fun. Just like because it globs up and just kind of, uh-huh. you know, just slurp it up with a straw or something. Yeah. So, Okay. Uh, speaking of space, because we like to talk about a lot of space here in the morning, there's a problem mm-hmm. with the space station. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just well, I mean, so they're saying it's not like of immediate danger, but they're saying that there is a small leak and they don't say how how big or small, but there's a small leak on the station and they're losing air pressure. Now, uh, you know, we, we could be talking in decimals. I mean, really small. But when you're in a enclosed environment like that, you know, oxygen's kind of important and uh, small leaks can grow and cause explosive decompression, which mm-hmm. uh, is very bad. Uh, That's that very bad. Not only is it, yeah, not only is it, uh, you know, dangerous to the crew in terms of, you know, losing oxygen, but it's also can throw the station out of orbit. So even if even if they were able to seal off the section that ruptured and save themselves in, immediately, well, uh, the, the station could plummet to Earth. You know, I mean, uh, or or fly out to space. I mean, it, it really depends on where the the the, um, the rupture is. So, um, but this one they're saying isn't of uh, immediate concern. They're saying that they didn't really notice it over the last like three months because uh, they've three had a months? lot of yeah. It's been it's been over. Well, okay, so they're not sure when the leak started because over the last few months they've had people go in and going in and out a lot of the space station uh, through the airlocks and whatnot mm-hmm. so they don't they weren't really noticing the leak because th- th- there was an inherent loss of of um, air pressure when you use the airlock system see we're not able to create a um, full vacuum so uh, you know, in an airlock, you can't suck all the air out of the out of the cabin uh, completely. You know, there's still going to be a little bit left. So uh, when you go out into space, there's a little bit of air that escapes. So they repressurize the the station with uh, nitrogen and keep it at a you know a, a comfortable air pressure uh, for the astronauts. Now they didn't really say what the the level of air pressure that is um obviously but uh they're they're saying now there's a they're they're finding that there's a tiny leak so what they're doing is they're having all the astronauts stay in the russian maintenance capsule uh, i'm i'm probably going to skew the name but it's uh zveta i believe is where they're staying which is on the far side of the station um and uh the iss actually has two segments um, one segment is Russian and the other segment is uh, U.S. And uh, so they're all staying in the Russian side of it. And the entire station is seal off. Like every airlock door is closed, you know, or or, or um, bulkhead door is closed. 
So they're they're seeing which cabin is leaking, you know, where where the leak is. They'll mm-hmm. narrow it down and then they'll fill it with a, you know, if they can, whenever they identify the leak, they'll fill it with a, I don't know if it's some kind of compound that basically they they shoot it into the, uh, the, the leak point. And because of the pressure and everything, air pressure and whatnot, it'll push it into the uh, leak point and it will harden and seal that off. Um, more or less is, is, is basically what they do. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's the current situation there. Do you know how they found it? So, uh, they have, um, monitoring stations on earth that does that, you know, that they, they monitor all those systems and they haven't had any air airlock usage lately, you know, since dragon left now, uh, that, there hasn't been anybody else leaving the station uh, for the EDAs or, or spacewalks, as, as they're called. So they were able to identify a, a small uh, loss of cabin pressure, and now they're trying to narrow it down. I guess I just look at something like that, and I think, can't you just release like a little bit of like smoke or something, and then you just kind of see where it goes? Like, wouldn't you just follow that? Or is it is it so minute that you just wouldn't catch it like that that it's probably because it's so small it would dissipate in space too quickly to really notice it that might be the way they do it once they narrow down which capsule is leaking uh and then they'll uh use some form of meth you know something like that to to identify where the the leak is but my understanding is the leak is so small it's not like it's not like you know here like you're 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 you sprung a leak on your tire or something you know you can kind of hear the hissing noise as it as it's Mm. releasing air it's not going to be something like that the leak is really small honestly if it was the size of a tire leak like that um i'm pretty sure that would rupture really quick if it was something like that i think this is more of like a maybe where the the station sealed together you know the locking Mm. mechanism between each section maybe there's Mm. a small gap in the seal there or something i don't know you know what what the deal is either way it can lead to a very dangerous situation and i mean the station's 22 years old now so they do typical maintenance like this this isn't uncommon to uh find a a small hole you you find micro fractures like that um because of uh space debris you know um just small pebbles turn into bullets when you're moving at 22,000 miles an hour, 25, whatever the speed is, the orbiting speed that station's at. So, I mean, even small debris can, I mean, even foam, right? Moving at that speed, Mm -hmm. a piece of foam turns into like a a rock that will just punch straight through that. Wow. Okay. Well, I I guess it's not as simple as just a simple little air leak, you know? Yeah. When you put it in perspective like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's kind of it's kind of like being in a submarine and you have a small leak in your submarine, right? That's that's the only comparison we really have on Earth to to something like this. That would be a little bit of a problem. I mean, you're because yeah. on a submarine, I mean, you're down. You can't come up, right? Like you don't surface mm-hmm. until you get right. back. Well, it's, that's right. Yeah. Similar situation with the station. They a leak. <laughs> There's no air outside those walls. So if uh, if uh, it it um, depressurizes, yeah, they're they're kind of in trouble. <laughs> Just, just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> They're going to yeah, have to get just, to the escape pods and get out of you know, there. I, that's the thing. It's like, I, you know, I, I, I look at that and I'm like, do they even, like, they have an escape pod, just one, right? 
They do. They do have an escape pod. Yeah, uh, there there is uh, one there at all times that they're able to use. I, I believe the the maintenance pod that's on there right now uh, that they're going into the Russian one. I'm pretty sure that's uh, that is connected to or that is the escape pod itself. Uh, I'm not really sure the, the details that's able, on that one. And that's able to make reentry. Yes, that would that would make reentry. Yeah, they, they they pretty much always have some kind of escape pod on there. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. All right. Well, I guess uh, best of luck to them. But that, I hope they get that figured out because that's a lot of money. That's a lot of time that we all have, you know, jointly invested up there. So um, we kind of need to make sure that we keep that. Just saying, because that's kind of a um, it's kind of a nice showpiece going forward, right? Because we're trying to get into space here. Hello. So we well, kind of need to preserve this that. specific one is this specific one is going to get uh, decommissioned by twenty thirty. Yes. Yes. But it. Well, wait a minute. Isn't it? It's going to get decommissioned, but we're not going to abandon it, right? Like we're going to repurpose it or something? I don't know the full intentions of it, but I mean, they might repurpose it. But more than likely, if they can take the pieces back to Earth and put them in a museum, I'm sure they would probably do something like that. You're I'm, I'm me, sure space I want or somebody orbital, would do something No, like that, you're but. killing me. I want an orbital hotel. That's what I want. I, I, want, a, I want a weekend getaway right uh, up there. That, that's what I want. I want an orbital mm-hmm. hotel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, they... they I mean, once once they decommission it, it's a uh, worst case scenario. They'll send it plummeting through the Earth's atmosphere to burn up. Uh, best case scenario, uh, some organization like SpaceX or something will take it down piece by piece and create a museum for it back on Earth. That's best case scenario for, for the mm-hmm. decommission, I think. Mm-hmm. So we don't get an orbital hotel. Yeah. So, yeah, you won't get an orbital hotel. I mean, you may get a, a like a recreation of it. But the, the problem is, is the technology is getting old. Um, it, it, it's it would be the equivalent of going to like a one star hotel. I mean, in, in comparison, Fair I mean, it, it would be a historic, mon- you know, moment. But the thing's old and it's it's not safe. We'll, we'll put it that way for for yeah. um, going up there as a, as a tourist. Fair enough. OK, Um you know what? I, I almost I don't I almost don't even want to talk about this of how stupid this is. Okay, the uh, the governor of Maine, the most northeast state in the U.S., the governor of Maine has done something that no other governor has done, and this is quite honestly, this is most I, honestly. If I were one of these people, I would be absolutely humiliated. Are you? You're laughing, aren't you? You're, you're laughing. I, I I'm I'm chuckling to myself at how stupid this this, this, uh, this is, is. But yeah, the most ridiculous thing I have ever seen. Right. I mean, this borders this borders on. Well, it's insulting, but this borders on. This is humiliating. Right. This is humiliating. Yeah. This is not even something that's remotely uh, like you you can't even how this doesn't go against human dignity. I don't know. I, I don't know. The governor of Maine has ordered restaurant staff across the entire state to wear anti covid visors. Okay, now, mind you, when I say anti-COVID visors, immediately what comes to your head? The ones that these people are wearing on their heads yeah. that come down, like the face shield, right? Like a yeah? shield, yeah. Yeah, that's what comes to mind. That's mm-hmm. not what this is. That is not what this is. This is one of those upside down lampshade things like a dog wears after a surgery. Uh-huh. That kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Um, they say, so uh, how is that oh, going to protect people? God. This is on top of that. I believe they still have to wear masks. On top of that, I think they still do. The governor up there, right, Governor Janet Mills, she says that the front of house staff in restaurants who choose to wear face shields must now wear them upside down so that they are attached at the collar instead of the forehead so that their breath is directed up, not down. Um, how is how is this not 
Like this, this, how, this is a joke, right? I, I, this, this has to be. Okay. You, you want to try to I noodle just, it, right? Oh. I'll, I'll, let me, I'll try to, I'll try to noodle it from their perspective, oh, right? My goodness. right? The restaurants, you know, the, the waiter, waitress, they typically are standing and you're sitting, right? So you're, you're typically lower than they are. So the face shield is open around the sides and below. So they're breathing, it goes down onto you sitting down. So they have to do the cone. So it doesn't, so it, it goes up and away from you or the, the cone catches the spittle in that little cubby and you have this little pocket of covid because we know covid sinks you know so yeah that's um that's real smart honestly that's the only thing i can figure on this other than the fact they're trying to have people capitulate i i I, it makes no sense that's what it is i think it's just they're trying to push the envelope and see how far they can get people to go that's that's kind of where i'm going with it i mean it's where okay when you have a conforming public what on earth do you do Seriously, what on earth do you do? Is there not anybody that's willing to stand up for this? I mean, there's one guy that's standing up for this. We'll talk about him later on this afternoon because we got plenty of points to make on that. And he's addressing a city council. So we're going to talk about that. But is there not anybody? I mean, it's Maine for crying out loud, right? I don't expect him to push back up there. Do you? I certainly don't. Very, very left leaning up there. Very yeah, I don't. There. I don't expect them to. Well, yes and no. I mean, you, now you're getting into the people's dignity and like it is. masks were one thing, right? Uh, I, I get the masks uh, to a degree. Uh, you know, businesses want to mandate it or whatever to make other people feel safe. Fine. You know, your virtue signaling. Have fun with it. But uh, the mask or, or this this cone, like everybody's gonna be, no. That that's so stupid. It, it's like. It's not going to benefit anything. It's number one, it's open. If you if you want this to be really effective, it needs to be completely sealed off and enclosed. Uh, but it's not. So when they breathe, it's just going to go up and out. It's going to go high up into the air now. So now it's going to fall from a higher altitude or, or then then just breathing normally would. It makes no sense. This is it, it OK. Is now, so it's stupid. OK. All right. All right. Th- this is as bad as those damn masks. Right. This is actually I would argue this is worse. It's worse. Yeah. OK. Look, let's look at this logically for a second, okay? Let's look at this logically. You have a virus that came from a level four bio research facility. Are you with me? Okay, is everybody with me? Level four bio research facility. That is the highest level of security for biological entities on the planet, okay? When they do research, okay, when when they do research in these facilities, you're in pressurized suits with independent oxygen fed to you, and you're behind three magnetically sealed doors. Now, explain to me how they do work on a virus in those facilities using that protective equipment by that logic, then everyone in society should be the same, correct? If you're going to, quote, protect yourself from it based on that logic alone. Is that correct? It stands to if you're. Yeah, if you're wanting to protect society, then everybody needs to walk around in a hazmat suit with positive pressure. Exactly. It stands to reason that these face shields, these masks don't really do a whole lot, do they? I'm just throwing that out there. If this type of virus came from a facility like that, that uh, get don't give me the seafood market garbage, okay? Or, or a pangolin or whatever the hell. D- d- sell that to some idiot that's wearing a mask in a car by himself, okay? But it stands to reason that if you're working in a facility that has these protections in place to protect the person working or studying that particular virus, it stands to reason that you're going to need the same level of protection on the outside as you do on the end if the virus happens to get out, which it did. 
This is absurd. This is absolutely absurd. I'm tired of having this argument. I'm tired of seeing people, whether they're my own countrymen or not, I'm tired of seeing them demeaned like this. It's humiliating. And you know something? And I'm, not, I'm, I'm getting too serious on the morning show, and I hate that. But these people that are carrying the ball for this agenda, these governors, these sick politicians, these, these elite at the top of them that are telling them what to do, they think it's funny. They're laughing. If I told you this was going on on purpose to humiliate people, to take away your dignity, would you believe it? Would you believe that? So it, anyway, I just I'm so sick of seeing this because this and worse than that, worse than that. What's worse than seeing it is seeing people put up with it. That's that. I think that's the worst part about it. But we're going to talk about that later on today. Honestly, I think all this fits in with the um, capitulating to like we were saying, this is just capitulation. They just want you to see how far they can push the envelope. So when they do bring around their system of, of tracking and restricting your movements and whatnot, they'll know who's going to resist and who's who's uh, who's going to be for it. And how well, what kind of measures they're going to have to do or how much more they're going to have to push to um, to get everyone to to jump on board. Honestly, if this flies, if this goes over well and other governors start jumping on board and it goes over fairly well, you know, they'll they'll push a little bit. It'll just kind of be nudge more than push. But if it's resisted, we're going to see them push in other ways, I think. You going to wear a lampshade, Bruce? I mean, if you get me drunk enough, you know, maybe at a party or something, <laughs> I might wear a lampshade. But <laughs> no, you'd actually no, uh, you'd put a real lamp. You'd put a real lampshade on if you did put, that. Yeah, it'd be a real lampshade. Yeah. 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 No, you're not going to mess with one of these fake ones. No, you're going to go for the nah, real one. No, nah, no. Nah. Yeah, go, go for the real deal. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's talk water spouts. Yeah. You got some water spouts in uh, in Gulf of Mexico. They're man-made. Yes. Man-made water spouts. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Um, so there's yeah, it, it, it kind of this all kind of fits in together. There's two tropical storms that are that are coming towards, uh, well, the Gulf. One of them is a depression. The other one is not. So just quick question. One quick question. Mm-hmm. The, you said two tropical storms that are coming from the Gulf or they're headed for the Gulf? They're headed for the Gulf. One of them is kind the- of a. a yeah, one of them's like um, kind of in Mexico, kind of down that, or, or just going to clip Mexico, right? The other one's going to clip Florida and the and Cuba and whatnot, right? Okay. So right. most most it, important question of okay, because I mean, this is this is what people want to know: Are they Trump's fault? Um, you know, I mean, obviously it has to be, right? Because we we've seen that big, you know, the polar shift started happening. That uh-huh. was that was Trump, right? Uh-huh. The solar um, we had flare. that solar flare. Solar flare, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, and so the, that, the, that recent, was the recent fault. hurricane, the recent hurricane that went up, mm-hmm. the, the tore up the East mm-hmm. Coast that, uh, yeah. that that put yeah, all that, that power yeah. out in, in all the power outages uh-huh. in New York and all uh, everything, yeah. uh, you know, all the destruction all the way up the coast. That was yeah. OK. Or just well, checking, and, just checking. And, and, yeah. It, well, and the storms that we've seen up north uh, in Iowa and whatnot, the, the right. show or right. whatever it was called. And you know, the, those, and yeah, the, the fire tornadoes. And, yeah, the fire tornadoes. Yes. Too. Yes. The fire tornadoes. Yes. So yeah. these ones are coming all in Trump's and fault. all Trump's fault, all Trump's fault. Yes, yes. Um, now, these water spouts you were talking about are part of the storms that are coming through. And they recorded six water spouts at once. Wow. So you can you can actually see all six of them at once uh, in this video. And it's um, honestly, I, I am fascinated by tornadoes, water spouts, you know, all, but at the same time, I'm terrified of them. Uh, I mean, these are yeah, they're very dangerous. Water spots are literally tornadoes, right? They're just on, water, on the water yeah. instead of on land, and uh, it, it, it it's a fascinating event. But they're they're terrifying to see because the amount of winds that you're seeing circulating and pulling that up it, it's it's 
you know, it's crazy. But anyway, quite an interesting thing that they uh, that was recorded uh, from that and the, the two hurricanes that are coming in, one being a depression, which means it's a low pressure storm and the other one's uh, going to be a high pressure. They're not sure if these are going to be hurricanes by the time they hit landfall, but they are currently um, tropical storms at this time. So they're, um, yeah, that, that whole gulf is uh, uh, basically the cone of where these storms are going to hit. It's going to cover all of the, the gulf down there. I mean, they cannot catch a break down there. They, they really can't. Uh, right. It, this is uh, it's pretty bad. I mean, with, with the covid, with the lockdowns, with the other storms they've had with this one coming through. I mean, yeah, yeah it's it's and they said uh, this hasn't happened. Having uh, two tropical storms like this. It's the first time it's happened since the Great Depression. Wow. That is quite a long time. So yeah. I mean, that's so, okay. So it's 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 historic then, right? I mean, it's, that's, a, that's it's, a, it's a historic thing. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So what are and, they expected? Like, what kind of damage are they expected to do? Are they expected to grow in size as they get closer? Yeah. So uh, right now, uh, let's see here: Puerto Rico and the Virgin Islands, typical tropical storm. See, there's a lot of rain and gusty winds they're saying it may head to florida and the gulf of mexico early next week possibly as a hurricane however its forecast intensity and track at at that time are highly uncertain so they're not really sure i mean we're we're looking like a week ahead and you know it's kind of sketchy when you get into weather like that um so they're saying it could go to a hurricane and it may end up just remaining a tropical storm they're not entirely Mm -hmm. sure Mm mm-hmm um, I, I wanted to um, I wanted to show you something. This this actually this just came through uh, to to me. This just came across my desk uh, from someone from a listener, and, and I want you to see this. This is uh, U.S. Impromptu. This is an actual mm-hmm. truck. This is in real time. Okay, this is a listener just sent me this. This is a truck that was just spotted outside of a supermarket. Now, do you think that that person is pro Trump in that state? Um, I mean, it's really difficult to tell with with all the stickers they have across there. And, you know, uh, like the big one there on the passenger passenger door says Trump uh-huh. and shows the middle finger. Yeah. It's really yeah. tough to tell if they're for it or not. And right. Right. Saying take a knee. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Proud to be everything a Republican hates. Uh-huh. Um, free, I like the one there. It says yeah, free Palestine in, in the back there. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, that's, vo- um, vote, vote blue no matter who. Trump lied, people died. I, I, I mean, I like that. Biden 2020, of course. I mean, we got, we got to have that. Mm-hmm. In Dump Trump, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. That that totally looks like a... Uh, and then, of course, of course, you, you have... Um, well, there is one part on here. It says uh, Fox News, the more you watch, the less you know. I'm not going to disagree with that one. Right. I'm not going to disagree with that one. Trump is garbage. Trump's second term is prison. <laughs> and so I just thought, I mean, I, I miss Obama. Warren 2020. Uh, keep your religion out of my government. I mean, for crying out loud. Uh like, do you not see how contradictory this stuff? I mean, this is this has got to be a very sad individual. This has to be a very sad individual. Has to be. And believe me, I'm not a cheerleader for Trump. OK, I'm not a cheerleader for Trump. But when you're making that kind of a statement all across your vehicle like that, you're you're just I mean, I don't even know. what kind of an individual. are you? <laughs> like, I mean, do you really have nothing I agree with. Yeah, I do, too. But do you do you really have nothing else in your life? You know? Like hate will not make us great. Okay, well, you know I agree with that. 
I agree with that. My dog is smarter than your president. I could say that about a lot of presidents in my lifetime. I, I could say that. I, the other one there, uh, Fox News, rich people telling middle class people to blame poor people. That's uh, the media that's, in general. That's, that's yeah. I was going to say that's pretty much everybody. That's every media outlet. Yeah. Uh, stop pretending your racism is patriotism. I actually agree with that. I, I agree with that. But it doesn't come from as much as I, I mean, it doesn't come from the Republican Party. You know, I, I, and believe me, I'm no fan of wait, wait. Wait, wait. You mean the republic, like the 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 party that was for freeing slaves and and civil rights, like that party? You're saying that party isn't racist? Well, that's a, what? Well, see, that's a conspiracy theory, Bruce. That that's a conspiracy theory. See, it was Republicans that vetoed the civil rights uh, legislation, wasn't it? I mean, that's that's what they oh, say. And, uh, that, that's right. what the Democrats and, and say. they're the ones. Well, they're the ones that that enacted Jim Crow laws, right? They're the ones uh, that, that right, right. That, yeah. And they, they were the party of the KKK as well. Right. They, they were. Yeah, but it was later renamed to the NRA, of course. Yes. Yes. That's I mean, right. That's, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and that's that's why we need to get rid of it. For anybody that I doesn't see. know, all of this was we were being completely facetious. We're not being serious. Every single policy yeah. that we just named was not implemented by the Republican Party. It was abolished by the Republican Party. And well, you know, mostly. Well, except for and civil rights. I except mean, for they championed rights. it. Yeah. They kind of, yeah, they forced LBJ to sign it. You know, that's, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there was a, there was, I think it was the longest filibuster in, in congressional history. It was in the Senate. Uh, it was the Democrat Party that was trying to filibuster the civil rights. I, I'm pretty, I'm just, you know, not, Wait, not anything. Was it, was it that, was it that, that KKK guy that Biden gave the eulogy for that he was praising him? It, it oh, you mean Senator Burt? That guy was. You mean it? Senator Robert? Yeah, Burt. Uh, it could have been. Yeah. Could have been. Yeah, yeah. could have been. Mm-hmm. Not, not sure on that one. Could have been. I just, I saw the uh, this. Yeah, a, a listener just sent me this. And said, "Oh my God, you have got to see this card. I think they hate Trump." Anyway, we are going to have to go. So, thank you for sitting down this morning, Bruce. Appreciate it. Thank you to all the listeners for all these topics and more. Please check us out later on this afternoon. And I hope everyone has a great morning.